Hi. Hey, uh, it, uh, welcome to Spooky Shit. I'm Hope. I'm Brandy. Did you, Brandy, yeah. did you know uh, that we're both 24 now because I turned 24 two days ago? Yes. Whee! 24. One of those ages that doesn't really mean anything. but Not like... super important, but very hard. Yeah. Time is passing. We step closer and closer mm-hmm. to our deaths. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. As I get Passage older, time. yeah. As I get older, I realize um, how much the government blows. Yeah, uh, yes. Especially in this current political climate where everything's lies. Um, but you know it's what? It, I probably everything's always lies. It seems like it has been lies for a very long time. I think yeah. maybe the seventies sort of like spawn the most lies and we've just sort of having an exponential mm-hmm. increase since then mm-hmm. um but yeah the government's a total total butthole right now yeah but this you know if it's always been lies mm-hmm. they haven't maybe we're all we're feeling like there's more now or i am because like there's less obfuscation of the lies like they're just right mm-hmm. there in front of you yeah. it's just like they got tired of covering it up the fbi was like nah we are over it at this point. Well, the fucking president tweets about everything he does yeah. that's shitty. He's like, I didn't say that racist thing. And it's like on tape. And he's like, I did say it, but it's fine. Yeah. And it's like, anyway. Do you think that makes him like a really smart reptilian shape shifting lizard or really mm. dumb reptilian shape shifting lizard? Well, the lizards put him there for a reason. Yeah. We can't discount the lizards' power. They live in the core of the earth and they control us all, or they wish to. Yeah. And they certainly, they certainly had Obama, Mm, half reptilian. They -hmm. They certainly had Bush, probably Mm -hmm. only like a quarter reptilian. Yeah. And then his dad was Clinton was one, so... I'm not sure how this scheme worked out. Maybe there are two reptilian factions happening now because why would oh. they? Why oh, would they? Think, yeah, you think they're like disagreeing about something, like whether we should eat the humans or whether we should, yeah, enslave them. Maybe whether we should cover up our bullshit or we should just let it out. Mm. Oh, like it's time. Oh, like the mutants. Mm. Like, like the mutants. you know what? We'll just be ourselves. We're out there. We can take yeah. over. Yeah. And we don't want to assimilate. And the other ones are like, come on, we can be under, we can be undercover. We can be chill. Right. And we know the Illuminati's in on it. They are the servants mm-hmm. of the reptiles. Mm-hmm. We already know mm-hmm. that NASA mm-hmm. did Chupacabra. Like, yeah, th- there was so much that they've been doing. And now they're just sort of out and loud and proud about it in the worst way. Not in like a fun gay way, but in like a bad government way. No. Yeah. Uh, least gay government in yeah. my lifetime. Yeah. But so... Uh, have you seen Stranger Things? I have. It's okay. one of those, you know, hit shows. It's yeah. popping in L.A. Got those posters. Got those oh, kids running back? around. I I feel like when Netflix does advertising, they just like plaster L.A. Like every yeah. bus stop, every yeah. billboard. And it's like, oh, okay, Netflix. I see we you. Know. I hear you. We we know. Yeah. Everyone knows. Um. Well... It's not that Stranger Things is real, but it is based on some government bullshit. 
That oh, is hell real. yeah. Are we talking about yeah. government bullshit today? Is that our theme? Oh, everyone. Welcome. This is our government bullshit episode. It's basically like we're doing like government uh, conspiracy theories, like yes. um, the shadow government and shit mm-hmm. kind of area. Government experiments. Government cover-ups. Yes. Government- and if this episode gets quickly recalled and you never hear from us again, you'll know why. You will know why. It is spooky. Mm. Um, so I wanted to talk about the Montuck project. I don't know if you've heard about that. I it, have not. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a Long Island kind of thing. I live near Long Island. I live very close to Long Island. Mm. Uh, it's part of New York. Nope, it's not part of New York. <laughs> but it's there. It's close It's a cousin. By. New York's cousin. It's very close cousin. So, okay. Think Long Island. But yeah. we're going to go even further back. This is a long story. We're going to go back in time to World War II. You know, Whoa. All kinds of, yeah. All kinds of bullshit was happening in World War II. There was, like, the advent of, like, all these top secret projects mm-hmm. that were, like, aimed at developing new forms of weaponry and technology. You know, mm. the Manhattan Project. Yeah. Um, Lots of good secrets. Mm, yep. And the Manhattan Project was a was a secret for a very long time and then it wasn't because then we did uh nuclear bombs on japan and killed um a lot of so many people um so many citizens god i wish that was kept a secret and we never did find out i i like to know no i mean like they didn't drop a bomb on anyone oh we would have never known (laughs) yeah it was just like in one guy's head and they're like what the fuck steve no yeah yeah. We're not going to do... Why did you write all this shit? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, and, and Steve they're got like, fired Steve. from the FBI. No, they're like, nobody Steve, talked about you it. are the FBI. Let's do this. Hell yeah. No. Um. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the Montauk Project refers to like uh, a series of like experiments in mind control. 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 Mm. Uh, I was just mind controlled there to not be able to pronounce my t's which is a problem i have all the time and i think it is an implant that the aliens put in my brain to make me look stupid so no people didn't believe me when i'm speaking the truth yeah the thing is though that is true but that's the thing though it's like completely true that they did do that it's fully true they did do that to me Mm -hmm. so mind control Mm -hmm. time travel uh psychotronics like lsd and stuff uh and the creation of black holes. <clears throat> so we have to go to understand the Montauk project. We have to go actually back to 1943 um, with it started as something called the Philadelphia project. So or the rainbow project, which is way too cute of a name. Hey, for what it is. Yeah. Was uh, the government gayer at one point or was it just this was a ruse to well, it, trick our unsuspecting gay eyes? You know how like. Star Trek used to have like rainbows everywhere because they thought that was like the future and that was like really in in the 60s and 70s no they did that I thought it was in just like psychedelic like hippie yeah it wasn't gay and then yeah. all the hip- the gay hippies were like no this no this one's ours and mm-hmm. they took it so mm-hmm. in 43 no it wasn't gay at all got it um, but the rainbow project was an attempt by the united states military to create a technology that would allow vessels to achieve um radar invisibility so they wouldn't show up on other ship scanners 
So oh, other okay. ships wouldn't see them like stealth, like stealth technology. That's what we that, call it now. That sounds like real science, I think. Yeah. And they, they super did it and they still use it. Um, but there was this one ship they tried it on first called the USS Eldridge, which is a Navy destroyer based out of Philadelphia. Hmm. Um, the ship was bombarded with electromagnetic energy and it did, it became radar invisible. So it didn't show up on another ship scanner. Um, but then it became, they turned up the electromagnetic science yeah. and it became literally invisible. It vanished from sight hmm. and someone that the, the the base in Virginia, then in Norfolk, Virginia, saw it reappear there at their coast, oh, which is very They different. made a very good ship. Yeah. Invisible and teleporting. That's like the best ship. Together. And then it, it disappeared from Virginia and popped again up in Philadelphia, but miles away from where it had been. Oh. And the, the ship was fine. And they were like, what the fuck? So the ship comes into port in Philadelphia and um, there, the most of the crew members had died like really horrible deaths in the process <gasps> of the teleportation. Um, okay, so a bad ship. Bad ship. They were yeah. literally fused to the metal parts of the ship. So imagine <gasps> humans uh, with their bodies welded onto parts of the ship. Wait, if you would. This is how do we know this? This is from uh, released military documents, like. Real ones? Or no. like Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe? They okay. look... I'm looking at them and they look real to me. However, it feels like I would have known about this at some this point. This is like crazy balls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, there are ones who didn't die. They didn't all die. Um, but mm. they were insane. Mm. Um, by the insanity of this terrible ordeal... And then funding was pulled from the Philadelphia experiment, and then the Manhattan Project took f- focus. So they spent all the money on the Manhattan Project, so that happened. I, hmm, I don't know. I feel like it if they had refined it and hmm. maybe didn't put any people on it. Yeah, there were scientists could've... and military officials who wanted to keep going, but they they got their funding pulled. Yeah, I mean, like weird. Uh, human fused to ship is pretty bad i guess if you have to see that with yeah. your human eyes sure, sure 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 here's where the conspiracy comes in if it didn't come in before with these mm. unverified facts mm-hmm. so these scientists and military officials who wanted to keep doing this um thought that like yes there were a lot of dangers but there's also a potential for like new types of super weaponary weaponry i can mm. read and write and spell mm-hmm. um but Congress was obviously not giving them money. So the scientists and the military men, according to this conspiracy theory, went over the heads of Congress. Okay. Oh. So they just kept going. So uh, they just kept going. And then they created a secret military installation that would be where scientists could conduct experiments and technologies away from prying eyes. So they used an old like Air Force station on the eastern tip of Long Island. Um, and... It became known known by the codename Camp Hero, which I think is um, menacing. And uh, it was like in a quiet, upscale, like very foresty, like sparsely populated spot. And it was like secluded-ish, but still close to New York City and all the people. Hmm. Um, So So like main 
government didn't know like president didn't know but mm-hmm. like military did mm-hmm. so there's this whole thing uh there's a very big, long, boring conspiracy theory about the shadow government. I don't know if you came across <laughs> this in your research, but basically it's that there is the the regular government, which is either, to some people, puppets for the shadow government run by, like, the Illuminati and the Masons, and, like, or if you're racist, like, Jewish people, or, <laughs> I'm not kidding, this is a thing, and, Gross. like... I know it's it's really gross. It depends on like what your prejudices are, you yeah. know. And that's like, who's running it. Yeah, that's who's doing it. That's who's evil. Um, and if like and if you hate the current party that's in office, you're like, oh, they're just puppets. You know, they're just mm-hmm. reptiles or whatever. Um, yeah. So they created a huge subterranean complex. Um, so it's all underground. And in the early 1960s, um, and they started doing experiments in the 1970s, mostly focused on mind control experimentation. Mm. Um, They gathered young males with psychic sensitivity. So they would pass out tests uh, to like high schools and colleges, and they would measure like psychic sensitivity, and then they would get kids to come in. Um, And... Well, there's also a conspiracy theory that they kidnapped them. So oh. imagine that. Yeah. And the boys would sit in a specially developed chair aimed at enhancing their latent psychic abilities. The chair was blasted with energy waves, you know, that like allowed scientists. Yeah, you know, energy waves that allowed scientists to control mm-hmm. their young subjects' minds. Uh, it was discovered that the most adept of these young psychics were able to focus on objects so intensely that the objects would momentarily, momentarily physically materialize. So they could think about an object and it would show up in front of them. (gasps) Yeah. Could they Um, move objects like 11? I just listen. Okay. Because one of these boys was called Duncan Cameron. Um, and he was the most powerful of all the okay. boys. Of all the psychic boys. Um, he could manipulate reality not just like spatially by making things appear, but te- temporally as well, with time. Time. Ooh. Moving oh. time. Yeah. So he was a master of space and time. That dun, seems dun, dun, like dun, dun. they created the Doctor Who. It, I mean, he was just a boy from college Mm. who was a strong boy. Mm. Um, Scientists were creating wormholes at the base and they used them to test time travel. The, 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 the the, like underground portion is so expansive that it was almost beneath the town center of Montauk itself. And uh, they felt that civilians were starting to be endangered. Some of the scientists were turning against the other scientists and um, hmm. many thought the project was growing too big to control and would be met with a disastrous end. So in August of 1983, uh, that happened. Yeah. And here's what happened. Was it a demigorgon? <laughs> well, okay. It was determined that those involved in the Montauk project would travel exactly 40 years into the past to establish contact with their predecessors aboard the USS Eldridge in the Philadelphia experiment. So back to World War II. So they wanted oh. to go back and like they 
they wanted to end the project when they saw their chance. So they got Duncan Cameron to envision this happened. First of all, I want to say before I say this, this is factual and this happened and this is 100% correct. Yeah. So they got the best psychic boy, Duncan Cameron, to envision a large, angry, powerful Sasquatch-like creature at the exact moment that the two experiments came together in time. So the time... Okay. So, Duncan mm-hmm. Cameron's sitting. 19, 1983. Mm. He's sitting. He's thinking about yep. Sasquatch and her beautiful titties. Yes. And then yes. they there are scientists just, like, going back through their wormhole, back to the USS Philadelphia. And then the USS Philadelphia, in back back in time, they're going to the exact time that it disappeared. Okay. Okay. So, the beast that Duncan imagined materialized and began destroying the base in Montauk in rage. Mm-hmm. Okay? You got mm-hmm. this? Yeah, she doesn't uh, like that. I mean, she lives in the forest. Mm-hmm. She does not like bases. She she fully disconnected the project from the past and um, and destroyed all like the psychic power equipment. And then mm-hmm. the beast disappeared, and the the, the 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 time tunnels, the wormholes, just like mm-hmm. collapsed upon themselves. What do you think about that? Did they make it to the Philadelphia Project time? Did anyone it, go through? Um, you know, I guess we wouldn't know. I feel like did Duncan they? Yeah, okay. Here's my question. They wanted to go back yeah. in time to stop the creation of the Montauk Project. Yes. So Because it was they... too out of control. And these are like the dissenting scientists. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they wanted to put Bigfoot on the ship? What I'm confused about is why Bigfoot was brought into the situation at all. Yeah. Um, like I've seen time travel. You just got to go back in time and be like, don't do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I thought they were going initially. Um, but then Duncan. (laughs) Duncan came in with, with the Bigfoot. (laughs) With his his own shitty ideas. And they're like, (laughs) well, Duncan is like the best one. So we can't not put the fucking Sasquatch there. But like, (laughs) I guess we got to put the Sasquatch on this boat, on this, this invisible boat. This is the story of the Montauk Project. I didn't make this up. This is the I, story. I'm going to give you a hot take right now. I'm going to yeah. give you a hot take. Yeah. I, th- I think maybe Stranger Things is a better story. This one is very confusing. It has plot points coming out of nowhere. I don't even know much about these characters. Yeah. Like, what is Duncan's family life like? Where did he grow Who up? Who is Duncan? Let Why? Me okay. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm like, I love it, though, because it's so <laughs> dumb. Keep going. The project dismantled after she yes. destroyed everything. Uh, yeah. The participants were like men in black, like brainwashed into forgetting what they had witnessed. Or I guess brain erased. So like... Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. Um, some others swore oaths of secrecy, and then the base was closed and abandoned. And um, it, 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 some say that today there is still some activity happening there, like 
connected to, and this is a real place, Brookhaven Labs, which is like a, you know, science place. They say Mm -hmm. that they use that. Um, Some conspiracy theorists claim that uh, these ongoing experiments helped cause the tragic crash of a flight, uh, Flight 800 off the coast of Long Island in 1996. I don't know. There's no facts. Yeah. Um, so what happened like, to Duncan? <laughs> I. How could you erase a super psychic's brain? I. He got special brain. I don't know, but there are still police and military officials patrolling the entire area of this abandoned facility. And mm. even that that's like publicly accessible because this is a national park. There's still police there. Um, you know, what I have to say about what happened to Duncan is I think maybe he was the Sasquatch. Hmm. No, hmm. no, he materialized the Sasquatch. Yeah. You know, he's probably still out there or in there. Or in there. Maybe or he in- went to 1942. Maybe he's the one who disappeared the ship. And why didn't... Hmm. Okay. So hmm. the wormholes got closed. And... Yeah. So I guess it didn't work. They're going back in time to stop the Philadelphia Project. No, because the Montauk Project exists. Yeah. And 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 Bigfoot's real. Yeah. So this is also an alternate origin for Bigfoot. I suppose <gasps> that she was created by Duncan or was she yeah. ma- she was summoned by Duncan? We don't know. Oh, we don't know. Yeah, the the yeah. creating the matter stuff is like, you know, like in Harry Potter, like you can't just make something. It has to come from somewhere else. Like that exactly. magical transitional quality. So is that like that in real life? Like was she somewhere yeah. else and Duncan summoned her and she's like, "What the fuck? Why did you bring me here?" And like no one knew because Duncan mm. was like really weird. And they just had to listen to him because he was so strong. And he kept like <laughs> so teleporting their moms into the room and being like, you want to tell your mom that you're not listening to me? Mm-hmm, and, then mm-hmm. they, uh, and then they and then he teleported them away and they're like, damn, we have to listen to Duncan. And he has to be able to bring his big, beautiful, hairy girlfriend into this experiment situation that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, Duncan, we're going to do some time travel. Can you just like hang out? Um, maybe maybe go with us to the past. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah sure. But first... Sasquatch. Did my girlfriend come? Yeah. Okay. I just... Because if this was their plan, then their plan was to bring a big hairy woman, beautiful hairy woman, (laughs) back to 1943. Yes. And have her, like, what? Stop the experiment? Maybe just stop it from happening by, like, rampaging the military base? Wouldn't well, she have caused more interest and more research because a Sasquatch has now appeared at our at our military base? Like, during wouldn't that our, spur on more? During our weird science experiment, did we cause this? Probably. Yeah. Because she yeah. just came out of the fucking wall where a wormhole appeared. Why wouldn't you just, like, send, like, a note, like, a cryptic note back that was, like, don't start the Montauk Project, signed by yourself? <laughs> It doesn't, it's not very smart, and I would think that scientists would be smarter than this. If they can create, like, psychic wormholes, you think they'd be able to figure out a better plan how to, like, stop this I, thing? I don't know. And don't they know the paradox that if the, if they went back in time 
to stop the Montauk Project from happening, then how could they have gone back in time to stop the Montauk Project from happening if the Montauk Project did not exist? Well, wouldn't it just blip out of existence? If it blipped out, then who went back in time to stop it? Bigfoot. Oh, she does travel through portals. Yeah, she's a good portal hopper. Maybe they That's knew that. why she was brought in. Yeah, they knew that. Because yeah. humans, they were like, well, last time we tried this, the humans went crazy or they were melded onto yeah. the ship. So yeah. we think she'll live. You know what? Maybe her portals transport her through space and also through paradoxes. Yeah. 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 Um, it's making a lot of sense now. Uh, yeah. And now up. whenever I want to have some, like, you know, important experiments going on, I'll be sure to include Bigfoot because yeah. she needs to be there. No, she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, uh, um, she's part of it. She is. Do you want to hear about mine? Does it make more sense? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly. I thought I thought because yours had like a real popular Netflix series based on it, it would make more sense and have maybe some like fun nineteen eighties kids no. cycling around, give us that good nostalgia. Well, but we, we had Duncan. We did have Duncan. He wasn't fun. I don't like him. No, I feel like Eleven is better. Number one, Eleven is not a college boy. Ugh, I love Eleven. She's she's a real cute old girl. Yeah. Who looks great in a shaved head. Who just wants a family. And who just wants a dad who's nice to her. Just wants a nice dad. Who doesn't want a nice dad? But then she gets a nice dad. Have you seen season two? Yeah, I've seen season two. She she got a nice dad. Yeah, it's cute. Anyway, um, the 80s were full of wacko, crazy, like government experience. Yeah. I feel like. Tell me. They had just like extra money. The FBI was like going ham. Uh Uh, Men in black were out there Uh doing their thing. Um, And the world was a change in people growing Mm -hmm. technology, history, children on bikes. Yes. There were malls Mm -hmm. all of a sudden. There were malls. Ferris Bueller was there. Ferris Bueller was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, There were also arcades. Yeah. Arcades got big in the 80s. Video games, graphics, (laughs) children's minds, all of this perfect windstorm to create the Polybius experiment. The who now? Polybius. uh, So Polybius is a name of an arcade game that was actually a government experiment that I will tell you all about. Mm, Is this so... Huh. Is it confirmed? What? Yeah, dude. Okay. I will give you the full story. Okay. I will give you the full story. And I will let you make the judgment call. Okay. Um, I just want to say a lot of this information came from a article called Reinvestigating Polybius by uh-huh. Kat Despira, who um, is a Portland native and uh-huh. visited the arcades in Portland where Polybius was supposedly located. She, like was a part of it she did this whole investigative article so like giving her the creds i want that job Mm Hmm. so november 1981 in the suburbs of portland oregon all right this new game appears on the scene appears on the suburban arcade scene called polybius Mm -hmm. it's in a non-assuming like black 
cabinet. It's like very sparsely marked. You can just see the title. Um, and it was created by a German company called Sinislotion. Okay. Um, so immediately it's super popular with kids and teens it often had like the longest lines to play it mm. fights would break out over who gets to play it next i mean we know that arcade scene you know oh yeah it's just fucking wild out there how the kids do fighting each other to play these games yeah just um someone to get some quarters exactly uh it, some would describe how uh popular this game was with an obsession these kids had something a little bit you know more intense so what was this game well it's described to being similar to the game tempest which is like a puzzle game that involves imagine like the super 80s games where it's like a black background and all the graphics are these like vector um like lines you know Mm -hmm. they don't it's not like mario where you have like full backgrounds it's like it's like asteroids where everything's made out of these like white outlines on black like the screens Um, in star wars yes so it's like that because this is when you know graphics were hard and Mm. um it involved like kaleidoscopic puzzles i uh saw like a video of the recreations and it's like super trippy like it's every everything's sort of like zeroed in on a point in the center there's all these like lines coming out and they like change and they flash and they and they like rotate around um super weird and trippy so what's going on here is this the game right is it mind control though it's mind control though oh my god it's it's government mind control so the theory was that in these puzzles these like kaleidoscopic puzzles they were intercut with weird numeric shapes and subliminal messages oh yes <laughs> yeah um reportedly players felt like they were no longer in control of their thoughts after playing the game oh shit uh-huh and there Re- were lots of side effects wait reported to who reported to us to me (laughs) specifically great they come to me at night um (laughs) memory loss nightmares paranoia insomnia uh catatonia with flashing images in their minds of words and phrases sort of like the flashing images of the game maybe maybe um it would induce seizures which that's not good well video games do do that video games do that yeah uh one instance of suicide. <gasps> yeah. Um, and then some players quit the game completely. Uh, one apparently became an anti-video game activist. Holy shit. Uh, after this whole incident. And like, you know in the 80s where everyone was sort of freaking out about anything new and they were like, video yeah. games are destroying your kids' minds. One or of like those. now. Or like now. <laughs> um, they're just concerned about the boobies and the guns. Yeah. And Satanism. And Satanism. Really? Now, like, these days, it was, like, a simpler time where all the boobies and guns were in, like, simple vector outlines. So, mm-hmm. um, people are more afraid about mind yeah. control. So, every week, which is much more than the usual games, the they would be serviced by these dudes. Hmm. N- not just any dudes. They were serviced by men in uh, black suits. <gasps> oh, uh-huh. You didn't would, bring yes, them did. back in. Mm-hmm. Just men in black suits, normal. Uh, That's a uniform. Uh, 
Yeah. They would go to the cabinets. They would inspect them. They would sometimes take unknown parts from mm-hmm. the cabinets and just like walk away. Oh. Leave it. Um, sometimes they would take the cabinets all together and load them up and transport them somewhere else. Okay. And then one day, only a few weeks after Polybius appeared, these men came, took all of the cabinets, and they were never seen again. Wait, so it was only around for one week? No, a couple weeks. Okay. It was like it was like a few months in 1981. Oh, this is a good story, Brandy. Yeah, I know. This is much um, better. Oh, my God. So, yeah, maybe the men in black. We know them. We love them. I don't. I don't love them. What if they are Will Smith, though? I do love Will Smith. You're right. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. I love it. Yeah. Um, so, we don't know. This story, who knows? But in 2006, the there was this, like, gaming forum, this vintage gaming forum called coinop.org that had posted about Polybius. Mm-hmm. And this man named Steve Roach responded to that posting and said he was part of the team that created the game. <gasps> he said that he had started Sinus Lotion with a couple other programmers, and they were hired by a South American company to create an addictive game. Okay. Uh, and that they were to use like sort of experimental new graphics which i feel like at this time all the new video games had like experimental graphics everything Um, was an experiment and like creating an addictive game that's what all gamers are like game creators are trying to do um so what happened was that they created this game and then they freaked out when a kid suffered an epileptic seizure Mm-hmm. from the graphics the experimental new graphics mm-hmm. and so they pulled all the games from the market and they had to disband the company oh okay so this uh, he wrote this all in a posting it was like i need to tell you the true story um and okay. everyone was like oh shit it's real like this guy came forward and confirmed it all uh mm-hmm. but then was it real really what but no, he just said he was trying to make an addictive game, not that he was trying to, like, mind control and put, like, code words in kids' heads. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. But there's some evidence for and against it. I want to lay it all out for you. Okay, okay, And okay. I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. So, it is these things, these things are true. There's no firm evidence that it did or did not exist. So, it there's no first-hand accounts of anyone playing this game. Hmm. None of those stories of kids having like bad dreams or paranoia or any of this stuff there's no like first-hand accounts about that okay um there's no images of the game from 1981 of it like in an arcade there's like no pics at all what was the what was the video you saw the video i saw was like a recreation of what they thought it looked like oh okay got it um from someone there was who no coverage. played it it was like it wasn't like a gameplay it was just like of the graphics i don't know okay yeah um there's also no coverage on this game in any publications, like no media coverage at all. Yeah, that's weird. But again, if it was a government experiment gone wrong, was all that stuff just covered up? But a government experiment from the South American government? Well, if you're like a game company, why would, you know, the president call you up and be like, hey, can you make this game? They had like, you know, mm-hmm. fake companies to commission the thing so it wouldn't lead back to them. Oh, come on, Hope. Uh, sorry god <laughs> <laughs> come on think about right. this sorry oh my god so like 
if it was all if if and none of that stuff existed, that still doesn't prove that Polybius wasn't a game because it's the it's like the Men in Black. That's what they do. They cover shit up. They could oh, delete articles. Yeah. yeah. Wait, um, but then how do some people remember it though? Well, you can't be perfect, right? A bunch of people came in and out of these arcades. Oh, you're people right. hear about it. The stories yeah. go around. Right. Um, so the earliest known discussion of Polybius is from 1998. So many years after it supposedly was around. Mm-hmm. Um, so it came up again in that coin op forum. Like it posted about it. And what it said was that it had a very limited release in a couple arcades in Portland. That it was developed by some, quote, weird military tech offshoot group and was used in behavior modification developed by the CIA. So this is what the forum posted, and that's like the first known posting about this game. Ooh. I don't know. Um, it, the, it is true that Portland was a test market for new games. Like, very often, unmarked cabinets would appear in local arcades, and they would just be labeled, like, new game, or we, they'd have a different name than when they actually release it. Okay. So they would, like, bring... Are, like new cabinets to these arcades all the time and be like let's see what the kids think before we release it like mm-hmm. that was true so it's not crazy to think that polybius would show up here um and there actually were kids who got sick from games in portland during the time where polybius was supposed to be a thing okay so in the span of one week three kids got sick from playing games uh, the first was Michael Lopez, who got, like, a splitting migraine the first time he'd ever had a migraine. Never, like, had issues with this before. He got a terrible migraine. Um, but it wasn't from playing Polybius. It was from playing Tempest, which is a very similar kind of game. Okay. Um, the same arcade, on the same day, oh. a kid named Brian Morrow, who's a 12-year-old boy, he he fell super ill. He got, like, a terrible stomach ache from playing asteroids but he was also trying to uh beat a world record and he had been playing asteroids for 28 hours and he got sick because he had too many (laughs) coca-colas okay well but 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 in the same week an 18 year old competitive gamer named jeff daly died playing a video game from a heart attack what and he okay. He also wasn't playing Polybius. He was playing a game called Berserk, but this is all to say that like games can cause you to get sick, what? and we know that the flashing lights do cause seizures if you're epileptic. Yeah. Why did he have a heart attack? I don't know. It was just. It, was, it might not have been related to the game though. Uh, it says he was chasing a world record. I don't know what kind of world record. It doesn't have to be sitting there for twenty eight hours. I mean. There are speed gamers. There are, like, all sorts of gamers that are trying to do stuff. So I don't know what he was trying to do. Um, oh, my God. But he did die. And, in like, I, I work in the entertainment industry, and we actually have to test every single one of our shows for different flashing lights and quick-changing scenes to pass yeah. a seizure test. Because we can't broadcast stuff on TV, and kid watching it will just have a seizure. Like, it's it's totally, like, at this point... Like, everything is, is regulated, and they yeah. have to check everything for this. But back then, you know, they'd put a bunch of cool, flashy graphics on and be like, this looks amazing, and kids would get seizures, like, all the time. Because if you have epilepsy, you don't know until what's, Until it happens. Like, until it happens that this thing has, the, like, the flashing lights that'll trigger you. Mm-hmm. So, that's completely true. Yeah. Um, 
Totally. But yeah. no incidents like this have been traced back to Polybius. Yeah. So, what about the men in black? Okay, what about them? Well, the FBI did hang around Portland arcades in the 80s. Why? That's true. Why? Because during, like, in the early 80s, arcades weren't, like, this fun, kid-friendly place. Arcades were, like, kind of sketchy. Oh, my God. They were... They were, like, places where a lot of drug dealing was going on. There was fear of, like, gambling happening in these arcades. Like, they weren't wow. the safest of places. So, the the government, like, actually did, like, seize or load up video games on two separate occasions in 1981 and 1982. They actually did go in and take down the initials of like high scores on the games and like track them why because apparently they were looking for possible eyewitnesses for like a crime they were investigating oh i don't know what the crime was or what was going on but they they like Mm. were recording who was going in and out of these arcades Mm. um And then in December of 1981, the FBI also did a one-year-long investigation into a Portland arcade owner accused of rigging his cabinets for gambling. Okay. So what they did is that they'd go inspect, like, inspect the back of certain games, and they'd look for cords that had something to do with, like, counters or, like, illegal parts that Mm -hmm. were used in gambling. And then sometimes they would take those parts and, like, and take them out and you know examine them or whatever Mm -hmm. um as a part of this investigation so if people were seeing dudes in black suits inspecting games and taking pieces away they were doing that okay okay but why okay so why is there this hysteria about mind control like is there a person who is still mind controlled by the government by playing this game when they were a kid well again we don't know who actually played it because we don't have any first person accounts yeah i think like, it's sort of all coming together by, you know, kids were having seizures or kids are having bad side effects. And maybe it was this game. We saw FBI around. We did see FBI around. Like, we actually heard, like, stories of kids actually getting sick by games. And then what about Steve Roach and his story? So let me tell you about Steve. Who is who is Steve? Who is this guy? He posted on, like, a game form in 1998 saying oh. he made this game. Okay. Apparently his story is kind of spotty. Number one problem, there's like a ton of grammatical errors in his posting. Well, um, he's a game maker. Two of he's which, not a writer. It's fine. It's fine, except for two of which is he misspelled the title of his own company twice. Oh. Um, and then the, the game company itself, Sinislotion, translates to sensory deprivation in German, which you think, okay, fine, whatever. It's a little um, on the nose. It's a little on the nose, but it's actually a super awkward word combination in German that doesn't make any sense. Like oh. if you were a German, like if you were a native speaker, you'd be like, what the hell? So it's more like likely that a non-native German speaker wanted to create a mm. name and like put it into Google Translate and created Sinislotion mm. than an actual German person was like, this is what this word means. Mm. Um According to Kat Despira, who was the one who wrote that article, she did some investigation into Stephen Roach, and she found a guy who is named Stephen Roach, and he used to actually run behavioral modification programs for kids, like actually did. Okay. Um, 
he had a company based in Mexico, a South American company, mm. um, and but it was actually like a global institution. And what it was, it was like a child reform academy, or that's what it was called, but it was actually involved in super like illegal oh, child abuse like methods. Oh, fuck. Um, and it was like involved in brainwashing to like reprogram these kids but it wasn't digital it wasn't like through a video game but it was just through like shitty abusive behaviors yeah it got shut down by the government and like steve roach this man steve roach is like on the run for this um he like i don't i don't think he was arrested um that's a real thing there's no way to know if that steve roach is the same steve roach that posted on this thing and there's no way to know if that guy's even named steve roach who posted on this thing yeah but if he is like that's fucked up well okay i got one i got i got one go go real quick yeah one more piece of evidence against so polybius what is that it's actually the name of an ancient greek historian Okay. Which would be like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, the funny thing is, is this historian, his whole thing was about championing factual integrity and using firsthand accounts when you're recording anything. Hmm. Which is sort of like an ironic joke if yeah. all of this is a fake conspiracy theory that started by someone online. Yeah. If someone had seeded this story... And they wanted to make a funny joke about it, mm-hmm. then they would call their game Polybius to poke fun at people's willingness to believe this thing that's clearly not founded on any firsthand accounts. Mm. Hmm. So it fits into the idea of if it's just a story. It does. It does sound like a creepy pasta. Yeah, but that—that's all I got for you on this I... game. Hmm. Okay. So. Hmm. Okay, what do you have any idea about like what the kids were like seeing in their nightmares or like what they were what what they were being brainwashed with? Um, I don't know, but I do know that during this time like brainwashing you know methods were being a thing. Yeah, because that place got shut down. So that makes sense. But yeah. What? And like MK Ultra and all that stuff. So like right. the government was just trying to figure out that technology. I don't know if they were trying to convince them to do anything specific. I think the idea was that they were just testing out their methods in this way, hmm. you know, in the real world so they could see if it worked. I don't know if they had a specific like mission for any of these kids. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. It would be easy to hide in a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if you're like if you're in the Cold War and you're like fucked up and you're trying to figure out ways to like mess with people. Maybe you think, okay, we're gonna ship a bunch of arcade games to Russia and fuck up all their people. I don't know. You I could guess. militarize it. You could weaponize it. Yeah, but we're by if this. But they are doing it to their own civilians. America would be well, doing. Yeah, it. the government is evil, full of reptiles who hate us. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? <laughs> um, I think that it's not real. <laughs> but I do think it's based on a lot of stuff that is real. Yeah. I think there were tons of games that gave kids seizures. 
Yeah. I think there are probably lots of games that gave kids insomnia yeah. and messed with their mind because, like, nobody knew what they were doing back then. Yeah. And I believe that, yeah, well, it's it's actual fact that the FBI was hanging around arcades. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's just, like, um, there is a lot of creepy stuff, but it's not as linear and, like, neat as that yeah. story is. Um, that would be fucking weird, and it freaks me out a little bit. But... I don't know, like, yeah, video games do kind of, like, mind control you. Like, I have dreams about Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Like... Yeah, of course you do. Yeah, I do. And I wake up, like, in a cold sweat, like, oh, my God, I forgot to plant my flowers. <laughs> so, like, they... It's mind controlling me to open up my phone and play the fucking game again. So... Yeah, and, and the titties and the guns, you know? I just... I am obsessed with now titties and uh, jacking cars and yeah. exploding... Terrorists? I don't, I don't really I don't, play first-person shooters. Yeah, I don't... Like, video games where you have to hurt people or not. My jam. But... Yeah. But I love Stardew Valley, and I kind of want to leave and start a farm. Yeah. You know what? Yeah? That is the U.S. Department of Agriculture who released mm. Stardew Valley in an attempt to get the young people of America to revitalize the dying agricultural industry in America. And you know what? It's working because that shit looks so peaceful and idyllic. And I'm like, let's go start a farm. I know all the methods. I know how the seasons work. I have learned from this game. Yes. Like it's I think, you know, if they haven't already used games to to affect people, they probably should. Well, they definitely this is a thing because like uh, Call of Duty games have some government funding. Like do they really? Yeah, like they have, and, and there's also like literally military games. Like Call of Duty is somewhat funded by the government, but like only yeah. it's not all of it. But like there are games that the military makes for recruits. Yeah, for training. Yeah, and they put on their website for people to play. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this is what combat's like. So I think that's really fucked up, um, mm-hmm. and uh, weird way to use entertainment to obfuscate the actual danger of going out and murdering people in a country you've never been to before and you don't actually know what the real conflict's about besides freedom but anyway (laughs) so I that that is mind control Mm -hmm. but I was thinking like maybe this weird 80s game was like giving kids like a fucking like trigger word that would like set off like a bomb somewhere yeah, there's nothing like that. It's mm-hmm. mostly like um, they just had a bunch of terrible side effects. And what I think this was, if it was real, is that it wasn't effective. Like, they shut it down. Yeah, like immediately. So whatever it was supposed to do, it didn't do it. Got it. That's almost more interesting. Yeah. What I'm saying is I don't think it's real. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it is real, but um, just call it Call of Duty instead of Polybius. Yeah. Uh, also some military movies, no, all military movies that have the U.S. government. Yeah. They have the advisor there, the U.S. military Mm -hmm. advisor. And then Bradley Cooper is complicit and then we all hate him. Um, Uh. you know, I don't know. I think that particular story isn't real, but it's very scary to think about government propaganda infiltrating our lives and especially our leisure time. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I do believe in Bigfoot. So, yeah. She's absolutely real. Yeah. I believe that Duncan knew her. 
mm-hmm. I believe there is a Duncan Cameron that knew her and loved her. Yeah. And maybe could summon her with his mind. Yeah. I don't know about the whole wormholes to 1943. Yeah. Because that just seems real dumb of scientists. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that a bunch of scientists were doing whack job experiments you know in what? like an underground facility in the 80s. Yeah, I believe that too. And I believe that Bigfoot tore it down. <gasps> yeah, she she knew and she saved us all. I believe that uh, Lady Bigfoot, um, Esquire, mm-hmm. um took down the government, the white supremacist, patriarchal, mm-hmm. racist... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. capitalist government yeah and with its militaristic bullshit and right. ripped it all down and did her part while she could mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to help us all before she disappeared into the forest only to be seen by witnesses all across the country as mm-hmm. in in the deep of night yeah as as she likes yeah, like, you know, she deserves it. She can do whatever she wants. She can spend her retirement however she wants. Yeah. She helped um, take now, down some shit. Now I feel, now I'm mad at the Duffer brothers for bastardizing this beautiful creature mm-hmm. and her rampage against evil yeah. and turned her into a nasty slime boy from the dark place. I know, who's just evil. Who's just evil? Mm-hmm. Now, now I think that the Stranger Things did a bad job. <laughs> and there should have been a nice, beautiful, humanitarian Bigfoot yeah. in in his stead. You completely flipped on this. I have flipped. Now mm-hmm. I think that maybe it's a bad show. Yeah. And you know what? That show has arcades in it, too. It does. You know what? Stranger Things, season three, if you bring in a Bigfoot, if you bring her in... And hold her up to what she deserves. Mm-hmm. Give her the credit. You can still keep your slimy, like, <laughs> like weird flower Ugh, lizard. I hate him. Um, you can keep him. But just, like, bring her in. Yeah. Maybe have Eleven summon her and they yes. can be friends. She can be Duncan. I'd rather her be Duncan. Yeah. And you know what? Love it. Yeah. Duffer Brothers, that. listen in and, like, take your source material seriously. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say mine's real and I believe it because I want that to happen in the fictional Stranger Things. Yeah. I think, I mean, we know Bigfoot's real and I think a lot of weird experiments were going on. Yes, true. Mm-hmm. The the ship going invisible and the wormholes and mm. the botched like job. Probably not. Mm. Probably not. That mm. sounds real dumb. You, yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And yours is fake. But mine is mine is fake, but real. Mine is just like government propaganda. <laughs> yeah. E- emblematic of a larger issue. Yeah. A larger anxiety I- in society. Because what are stories yeah. if not revealing what stresses us out the most about the world mm. around us? And you know what? If you're going to be a men in black servicing like gambling investigations then maybe like don't come in to your little suburban arcade in a black suit maybe yeah. wear like some blue jeans yeah i don't know why the fbi are so bad about being inconspicuous because clearly everyone in 1981 knew that they were in there i know just put on some plain clothes what's wrong with yeah you? stupid unless they were aliens and that's part of their skin Ooh, they're naked they're yeah, naked they're just fully naked but they but they like they like shape shift into the form of like what a man is, which is a man mm. in a black suit. You know what I'm talking about? That's the true crime here. Mm. 
Hmm. You know what's the true crime? Is that what? no one has jamailed us anything <laughs> in so long. If you could jamail spookyshitpod at gmail.com. Yeah. With your ideas, your theories, your suggestions, your complaints. Is that your bad advice for today? I forgot. Yeah, email us. That's my bad advice. Please email us. What's your bad advice? Uh, my bad advice would be to go quit your job. Yeah. Go out into the Midwest. Yeah. Start a farm based on the knowledge you learned from Stardew Valley and make some friends based on the skills you developed from Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yes. And I think you'll reinvigorate the economy and make yourself a happier camp manager in the process. Yes. Yeah. Sing it. Whatever. Yes. That's great advice. I don't even care. Let's um, go. Yeah. And for more good advice, uh, at Spooky Shit Pod on Twitter, SpookyShipPod.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Hit us up. Mm-hmm. Be our friend. Yeah. Send us hugs. Send us love. We love you. Yeah. Thank you for staying with us. If this episode goes up and it is quickly shut down, right. if spooky shit is shut down, mm-hmm. you know who to look for. You know to look Some for. Some flesh suit men mm-hmm. who are waggling their ding dong in front of you in an arcade. Yeah. Well, you should call the police anyway. You should You should definitely call if the police for that. that's happening to you, I'm sorry. Just mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I can't hit that.